1985, the Coca-Cola company created New Coke. It was debuted. They were very, very excited about it. And it ended up being a total flop, just an absolute failure. It wasn't until 2002 that it was discontinued. But during that time, it just continued going downhill. Despite pouring ridiculous amounts of money into marketing and product, it was a total failure. So Coca-Cola created this to try and compete with Pepsi's product, which was sweeter. And so they tried to add a little bit more more sugar to it or more flavor. There's already a ridiculous amount of sugar in Coca-Cola. And so they tried to put more sugar into it and make it a sweeter formula, but people still preferred the original Coke, even though blind taste testers, the reason that they had moved in this original direction was because taste testers were preferring Pepsi. But even after they created this new formula, people were still leaning towards original Coke. When we say that they lost money, they lost serious money. There is so much money. And after doing a little research, we looked and we found that they had lost $4 million in development. And then they lost another $30 million in unused new Coke concentrate. And this isn't even including the amount of money that they poured into marketing and distribution and making sure it was all out there. This huge push all from 1985 to 2002. And despite some of our best efforts, sometimes things just fail. This is Marketing Breakthrough. Whether you've been at it for years in your job, you own your own company, you're crushing the side hustle, or you're just getting started, outside perspective is crucial. I'm Jay. And I'm India. And it's time for a breakthrough experience in your marketing journey. Let's get to it. We want a guarantee. We want a guarantee that something's going to work. We want a guarantee on products that we buy. We want a guarantee on food. And not unreasonably so, we want a guarantee on the things that we're purchasing because we're investing money that we've worked hard for into those things. So, for example, a vehicle, you go to a car dealership and you want a guarantee or you want some sort of a warranty, something that's going to back up the fact that this product is being purchased by you and you want to know that if something breaks, it's going to fix. Spoiler alert, if you're buying a vehicle, it will break. Um, <laughs> it's just whether you're paying for it up front and you're getting this warranty um, that's still costing you money realistically or you're paying for it on the back end of the repairs, but it will break. You're buying a product from the grocery store that you want a guarantee, a best buy date that is going to ensure that the product is going to be good until this date. And if it's not, we return it. And it's not unreasonable that we're looking for that. We want a return on investment. When we talk about marketing, when we talk about investing into something, we want ROI. And nobody's doing anything wrong by feeling this way. Nobody's doing anything wrong by requesting this or feeling like they they should be entitled when they're investing into something and looking for a return. But the reality is marketing is an experiment. There is no way to do it with 100% guarantee it is going to work. Well, it makes me think about 
all of the times that we've had to go and explain to someone what it is that we do. Like if we're talking to a lead and they're, they're interested in our marketing services, they say, okay, well, can you show me your numbers? Show me, show me how you have, how can you prove that you're able to take my investment and bring in sales? And I kind of chuckle to myself because I know that that doesn't really exist. Now, of course, I have to go out of my way to say, okay, I've done this in the past and this is the proof that I've done already with a different client, but that client isn't always in the exact same field or serving the exact same audience. Everything's a little bit different no matter what you do. And so all you can do is come at them with a case study, an example of what it is that you've done in the past and say, here, this worked at this point and this worked at this point. Would you like to trust me to take on you know, your marketing and make it happen? And it, it's, it feels weird because a lot of the time people are wanting that, that proof of, okay, if I'm going to put in this much, I'm going to get this much out. But it, with marketing, especially it's going to lead to disappointment no matter what you do, because it is to a point an experiment. I was talking to a high level ads manager at one point about social media and Google ads, and we were talking and we were going to work with him, partner with him on a project. And the client had come back and said, Hey, can I get an example of some of the ads that have been run before? And this ads manager came back and said, actually, I never will share results because sometimes people will key in on, you know, 150% return, 200% return. They'll key in on the cost per click or whatever it is. And they'll go, Oh, well, you're not getting that for me, but you did that for this other client. And every single client is different. Every single yeah. business. You can go from construction company to construction company, movie theater to movie theater. You can go from tool store to tool store, car dealership to car dealership, and every single one is going to be slightly different. You can run the exact same ads and you will not get the same results. Another conversation similarly that I was having a couple weeks ago was about ads and he had posted a graphic on Facebook that intrigued me and said, when we ask clients to give us 90 days to figure out what works, we mean it. And it had gone from kind of bouncing around cost per click and trying to figure out what was working, what was not working, what the ad spend is. And so they were bouncing around hovering right around like $1,000 per day, which is they're running high level ads. I mean, that's $30,000 a month that they're doing. Well, after 90 days, they found something that worked and they took off with it and went from spending $1,000 a day after that 90 days. It was, I guess it was about 93 days exactly that it took to ramp up, but it went from 1,000 a day approximately to 4,000 a day. And That's amazing. they found an ad that grabbed their client's attention, that pulled them in a way to funnel them and a way to execute. That's awesome. But unfortunately, it doesn't always work that way. Just recently, we were running ads for our amazing video course, and we were so excited about it. We had put in all this work. It was, so, it was ready to be released. We were just super pumped, and we put this whole ads machine together. We created a sales funnel and everything, and we waited for months to see these ads take off and work, and they didn't, and it was disappointing. But we also knew that it just wasn't the right thing. It wasn't the right way to sell that course. One of the things that I am most passionate about and most excited about is 
helping with the authentic branding and the authentic side of marketing. And so something that we have not spent a lot of time focusing on is just driving leads of just doing high level conversion. Now, I'm aware of how to do that. And when we were running those ads, we missed a couple of pieces on the ideal customer that we were looking for. We had uh, unfortunately, we had missed a couple of pieces for ourselves in our own ads that we that we would have been a little bit more strategic about. But as most people know, and most of you listening know, sometimes when it's your own thing, you overlook things that you know better, that you know that you shouldn't overlook, and you're like, nah, it'll be okay, it's fine, it's just for me. Like, <laughs> comes back to that old like, that's eh, good enough for who it's for. Like, let's just put it out there. Let's <laughs> yeah. just figure it out. So, I've always been much more on the org on the organic side and the authentic side of things. Now we've had people that have come to us and said, Hey, like I really want to drive a high number of leads to what I'm doing. And depending on, on who it's been, sometimes I've said, Hey, honestly, I'm not the person for that. I can help you. I can help you get there. But if you're just looking for legitimate high level sales tomorrow, it might not be me mm -hmm. because because that's not my strength. And it's honestly not even something that I'm really that interested in doing. I love helping build the authenticity of a brand. So when it came to our video course is we thought, okay, well, we can do this, but we've really never built this kind of a sales funnel before. We've never marketed a course in this way before. Not for ourselves. No. Well, we've never, we had never marketed like a video course for anybody mm. um, at that point either. And so we started pursuing in this direction and we looked over some things and we put it out there probably before it was ready to go. And I've also had coaches and mentors in the past that have said, stop waiting for it to be perfect. Just try it. So we did, we experimented and it didn't work exactly the way that we wanted it to. It was a great learning lesson. Um, and it taught us quite a bit, but those first few months of conversion were low because mm -hmm. we didn't do it effectively. And and we had, like you said, we put this time, this effort into this video course, but then we overlooked some of the steps to get it out to the public. Well, and I want to touch on the emotional side of that too, because I mean, we can't ignore the fact that we're people, right? And as we're running these things and we believe in these brands, especially when it's your own brand, it makes it really, really hard to be willing to let go or to admit, no, this isn't working. We're sinking money into this and it's just not right. Or when the experiment really starts to fail. So you go back to New Coke, right? And they held on to that thing until 2002. From 85 to 02. That's so much time to be sinking money into something that was destined to fail. And it was all because they were worried about this up and coming Pepsi that people, it was just an ad campaign. It wasn't that everyone was choosing Pepsi over Coke. It's that these executives started panicking because they were seeing these ads put out by Pepsi that people were choosing Pepsi over Coke, which I think is just funny how an ad can freak out an executive who also has to run ads for their own stuff. Like they should know better. But it's so easy to get caught up in things and to be stressed out and to be looking at it every single day. And when you're so close to something, it's hard to say, nope, we just got to do a 180. We got to turn in a different direction. We got to let go and try something different. And this is where I want to focus in again on marketing. Marketing is an experiment. You have to remember that. The people that you're working with have to remember that. And we do want to buy in, but we can't be so bought in that we're not willing to release. 
And yeah. If you're, if you're not willing to fail or rather, if you're not willing to leave room for failure, if you're not saying like, Hey, let's launch a campaign and then in a month or in 90 days, let's reassess, let's look at it and say, is this actually working? Do we need to continue forward or do we need to change it? Or even on the creative side, like if you're not willing to go, Hey, this might work, this might not. And we're going to relinquish our ties and our buy-in to said video if it doesn't perform. We need to be willing to do that. And so sometimes it's like, oh, man, we worked so hard on that. And you need to be willing to say, man, this just doesn't work. So sometimes experiments are like that. Sometimes they fail. And, you know, you think back to chemistry class and, you know, you're trying, you're experimenting and it's fun and you've got to look at it like that. And... I always feel like the movies make chemistry look way more fun than it actually was. Like they feel like the movies showcase more experiments and more blowing things up. But like, think of your marketing as that, like some things might blow up. Some things might actually turn into really cool volcanoes and blow up in a good way. Right. So as much as marketing can be experimental, it is possible to be well-informed. And in fact, you really should be, we shouldn't be randomly shooting in the dark. We need a plan in place. And that's actually why we created the Breakthrough Blueprint. This is something that we introduce to our clients and it is so helpful. And I'm extremely passionate about it because what we do is we look at the goals and we trace back 12 months and we say, okay, these are the steps that we're going to take from day to day. This is what it's going to look like. I think my favorite example of this is when we were working with an early learning center and it was so much fun. And this was really, really empowering, especially after having gone through a tough season of seeing how our video course wasn't exactly working. What happened is we built out the website for this awesome chain of early learning centers and we created this entire system really from scratch. We created a brand new website. We started implementing ads. We had an entire sales funnel page and we were pushing all of these leads through this system. And it was awesome. It was so exciting, but it didn't work out exactly as we were expecting it to. We had designed the system so that people would go through the sales funnel and sign up for a waitlist form that way, but they didn't. Her audience, they were so excited and the response was insane they ended up looking at the sales funnel page and navigating elsewhere on the website, getting excited that way, and then contacting the early learning centers via phone, via the, the contact us form, even stopping in and trying to find, okay, how can I get my kid in here? I'm so excited about this. And my favorite part about this story is that even though the sales funnel didn't work, which was really crazy, it was incredible to see how the pathway had changed and morphed into what did. And so when we saw what was working, we transitioned and we, we pivoted to make sure that it was a better, more functional system. And now she had her 12 month revenue goals all laid out in this blueprint that we had created and she exceeded them in eight weeks. And this was incredible. It was a byproduct. This wasn't even something that we were pushing for. And suddenly she had gone from this, a random brand new website that's not really paid attention to by Google at all to hitting the number one spot on Google for two different locations. And that was just, it happened. Now, obviously we put in the effort to make sure we had quality SEO and we had done everything that Google would want, but it was just so exciting to see all of this happen in eight weeks. I just cannot be more excited about that. What a win. And I think 
the experimentation part of this is so important to point out because the funnel didn't work as we had anticipated. Mm -hmm. We put everything in place. We were speaking to the ideal customer profile that we had identified. We had built out this roadmap and this strategy for how we were going to get there. And we had everything in place and it it was effective. People just, what we found out was that their ideal customer did not want to go all the way through the process via that funnel. They got all the information they needed and then they made a phone call. Mm -hmm. And if I'm thinking about it critically, yeah, if I'm looking at an early learning center and I'm going to register my kids, I probably want to talk to a human. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the experimentation of being able to quickly adapt and overcome those challenges so if we would have just left it it could have been a failure if we would have just left it as is but instead we tweaked that road we adjusted where the flow of traffic was going and we captured them where they were coming into Mm -hmm. and it worked really well it was fun it was exciting because we were constantly looking and evaluating and, and and capturing those pieces and those target numbers that she had identified, the owner had identified for 12 months, took eight weeks, took two months to achieve. Something like that gets me super excited because I think about, oh my gosh, what else can I get done in eight weeks instead of 12 months? And if you have the right messaging, if you're hitting the right customer, if you're hitting the right client, it goes back to last week's episode of marketing is a waste. If you're doing it wrong, Mm -hmm. if you're not looking at that ideal customer, ideal client profile, then you are going to be wasting a lot of your effort and spinning wheels a lot. Mm -hmm. Or even being prepared to receive them. I mean, the reason that she was able to exceed those revenue goals is that she knew that as we were running these ads, she needed people on staff ready to go to answer those phone calls or to have those conversations and give tours and take in these new families. Without the right amount of preparation, your experiment will fail. Your marketing will fail if you're not putting the right preparation in, if you're not ready to put in the work. Well, and the same is true with a lot of different things that we're trying, whether it's you're trying to build something in a new way and you're taking notes along the way, you're trying to create a new recipe and you're having to take notes along the way and like, okay, this worked, this didn't work. Or you're exercising or working towards some sort of a race or some sort of a fitness goal and you have to change and adjust your diet and get the different nutrition and you have to adjust those things. It's an experiment. It's going to pay off in the long run if you make those adjustments, but you can't just expect to set it and forget it. Mm. And we talked about that. So true. (laughs) And to date, that is actually still the number one most downloaded episode that we have. As it should be. um, A few weeks ago. And I think it's because people really want to set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. And we told you, no, you're not (laughs) allowed to. Um, It's a bad idea. Don't do it. It's an experiment. We actually worked with a restaurant and we had a series of experiments that we were putting into place. It was actually a brewery, but they had a restaurant component. And we started working with this brewery and they needed help because they didn't have hardly any marketing in place. And we started trying things and I said, Hey, well, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Let's do these things. And 
to be honest, the restriction on it was somewhat open-ended. Like in, in terms of there was little to no restriction. It was just, yeah, go for it. Whatever you want to try, go for it. You can experiment with, with that. We spent about a year working on this project and we tried things from improving the organic and authentic social media, which worked really well. We tried things like running a few ads from time to time. We implemented new events and we actually had a great number of people come in for events in this brewery specifically. There was a group that we ended up working with and collaborating with on a trivia night and wasn't it harry potter trivia harry potter trivia yeah oh my gosh and it was everyone was talking about it oh man people loved it and we would hear outside of our friend group that knew that we were running their marketing and stuff and they would but we would hear outside of that circle and hear people going oh yeah we're going to harry potter trivia night and i was like wait at this brewery? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Are you not going? And <laughs> it was really cool to know that that started with your idea and people loved it. And mm-hmm. so, and, and it worked, it was the right people in the right place. And so getting that organized because I was not the person that originally instigated that it was this trivia company that reached out to us through the brewery, but it worked out really well. Um, we started coming up with some, some cartoon, uh, cartoon, images of their different beers and stuff which was super fun and it added a different level of uh, depth and it was a family-friendly brewery and restaurant and then one of the things that ended up working really well was just consistency just showing up and being consistent and and advocating for you know the people and the things that they liked and um becoming a friend to the community and so In any case, it ended up being really fun because I got a phone call. We started working with them November 1st of 2018, and I ended up getting a call in mid-February of 2020, and the owner told me, said, Jay, hey, I just wanted to call you and let you know that it was really cool. I was just looking at numbers, again, halfway through February. It was actually February 22nd, and So they were a part of the way through February, but he called me and said, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that we have done no marketing aside from what you've done. I've done two radio ads, which I don't accredit to be a whole lot. And I don't accredit those to bringing in much more, but you've been running social media and we've done a few events and we have implemented some really cool things. And it's been your help that's improved this, but year to date, our numbers are up $20,000. And so they were up $10,000 per month after one solid year. That is incredible. Of running authentic social media. That was so much fun. It was really fun. And that's the thing that I love about working with breweries, to be completely honest, is the amount of authenticity and of fun and of goofiness that you can incorporate into the them. And I was actually talking to the owner of a brewery at one point and he's like, well, we can't take ourselves that seriously. We make beer. (laughs) We're not saving lives. Um, we're making beer. And so when it comes to your marketing, one, it should be fun. You should have a great time. Two, you need to be okay with it being experimental. Don't be afraid of that. Things can fail. Things will fail. Mm -hmm. And If you are going to be upset by that, 
it's going to break your heart. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to be able to figure out a way to be okay with that, as cliche as it sounds, then it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Like you'll be fine. Having backup plans have really, really helped me because we can run an entire strategy, but then be prepared with a backup plan B and C and D and E. And if anything goes wrong or something changes, then we can just kind of pivot and adjust and, okay, we're going to do this now. And, oh, we're going to adjust here. And you will eventually find the perfect pathway, the perfect system that suits that exact audience. Because you're not only trying to reach these people, not all people are the same. And this goes back to the relational side of things, is recognizing that people are people. Culture is going to change. People are going to change. The world is changing constantly. And being willing to acknowledge that is that you're, think of it as a, um, what is that, a vinegar and baking soda type of experiment. And It's going to be slightly different if you adjust the amount of baking soda that you add. You're going to get a different amount of like bubbliness and it's going to react differently. And so with people, you can't judge exactly how much baking soda they're worth, right? They're just going to react differently because of other factors. We're actually working on building a community of marketing professionals, and this will be a partially online community. It will have a coaching component and it will be community minded in the sense that there will be group involvement, there will be one on one involvement. And I was actually working with one of my coaches the other day. And I told him and then I told the group that this mastermind group that I'm a part of and I said, well, I had a conversation with him this morning. And then he just completely blew up my plans for my online community. (laughs) And, And then as he was reading through this, he said, in a good way or a bad way. And I was like, Oh, in a good way. It's just now I've got a lot to do. Like there's a lot more, but you want, you want things to be able to take you back to the drawing board, mm-hmm. not to be so, I don't want, uh, I want to use the word invested, but not invested. Not that you don't want to be invested, but you don't want to be so invested that if somebody says you should probably change this or adjust this or maybe tweak this, this way or that way, not to the point where you get defensive and mm-hmm. you're not able to hear that or see that or try that. It's so, like keeping your strategy in an arm's length, yeah. always knowing that there's a chance that it's going to have to change and being okay with that. And the faster you can bounce back from it, the better it'll be. Yeah. Make those adjustments and make them quick, make them fast. One of the, one of the better things that I've heard in my life in regards to employment is be quick to fire, slow to hire, and making those adjustments quick. And this doesn't entirely apply. We could talk about that in a little bit more team-related episode. But in in ways of be quick to change your methods, be quick to like shut something down if you see that it's just not working. Like Coca-Cola could have saved a lot of money by shutting off that really fast and then trying to release it another year later to see if it was the economy, if it was the market, if it was their product, right? Um, But being quick to shut it down instead of going, oh no, let's just bleed a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Let's see where it goes. Let's see where it goes. Instead, like I'm not advocating that you just be quick to get rid of any, any employee, but like if it's not working, you just have to be quick to shut that down and go, man, this this just isn't the right fit for anybody. Mm-hmm. This marketing campaign, this marketing 
technique, this strategy that we're using isn't really working right now. It's okay. Let's cut ties. Let's be done. Ooh, I do want to speak to that though really fast because I want to acknowledge that the 90 day rule is a good rule. Yeah. Stick to that. Believe in that. If you are running a strategy that you are second guessing right now and you're thinking, Oh no, what have I done? What if I need to let go of this? If it has not been existing for 90 days, wait. And if you're not constantly making tweaks, so I don't want to say you put it out there for a week and then, yeah, so I guess that's a a good uh, caveat and disclaimer to what we're saying. It's not that it's not working right now. We started it six days ago and we're going to shut it down. You have to be willing to go into it and say, this is our investment period. This is our fail stop. Mm -hmm. This is what we're, when we're going to cut it and Right now, we're going to give it our best shot. If we have, say, you want to put in, you know, $5,000 over the course of this next month in ads, you want to drop that $5,000, maybe it's $10,000, and okay, we're going to dial it in. We're going to watch it every single day. We're going to invest. Our team is actually going to be on lookout dialing this, and we're going to say, okay, that was a good day. That was a better day. You know, $300 in ad spend. We got $300 in ROI that day. Okay. And the next day we dialed it up to 400 and we got down to 200 of ROI. This day we dialed it up to a thousand and we got 10,000 back. Like what are, what is your actual return? And so you're constantly dialing it in. You're constantly tweaking and adjusting so that when you step away, you go, okay, Hey, we gave it a great shot. We had a couple of great days. It didn't quite work out. Or you go, man, we thought that this was done in the first 30 days, but then we continued to dial it in and we actually got 10, 20 times our return of return on this investment that we made. And so don't shut it down too quick. Go into it, know how long you're going to give it before you pull the plug, but be willing at that point to say, okay, we gave it a fair shake. It's just not working. So with that in mind, Marketing is an experiment. Make tweaks, make adjustments, make them fast, but maybe not too fast. So be careful with it, but be willing to play. Be willing to have fun and adjust things as needed. I'm curious what stood out to you in this episode. Go ahead and send your thoughts, your responses, your insights to us at aha at marketingbreakthrough.co. That's A-H-A at marketingbreakthrough.co. And if you would, share this episode with somebody that might benefit from hearing it. And especially if somebody's having a hard time with things that they're doing in their marketing right now, this could be extremely valuable. And I know that I've benefited from having a podcast shared with me, I'm guessing you've probably benefited from having an episode shared with you. So if you would pass this along and we will talk to you in our next episode. Marketing Breakthrough is a resource designed to provide tools to implement your next breakthrough idea, to access other resources, or to book a coaching one-on-one with India or myself, go to marketingbreakthrough.co.